Welcome to Lavender Sessions with Amanda, an Asheville girl with a Carolina mindset, encouraging others through life's crazy moments. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you know when my latest episodes are available. And come over to Instagram and say hi, at Lavender Louise. Hello, welcome to a different universe. (laughs) I feel like that's what the other side of this is called right now. It's crazy out there, y'all. It's crazy. Um, So I'm only going to talk about the coronavirus for a very brief period of time because I feel like we are so overwhelmed with that right now. And it is so much overload for me, so I can imagine that it is a lot of overload for everyone else. But just know that in this time, keep in mind everything that you do. Do it with a loving intention, a positive intention. And remember that we are all literally in this together and everyone is just trying to figure out the best way to handle every situation that they're in. So help your neighbor, reach out, all of the things. Um, I would love to promote any small businesses of my listeners out there. So if uh, you or your family own a small business, regardless of if it's here in North Carolina or anywhere across the country, I would love to um, get you in my stories and make people aware of your business. So um, send me a DM. Sorry, my brain is still working today. It's still trying to work today. Send me a DM on Instagram at Lavender Louise and send me your um, handle to that business so that I can promote you and get that word out there um, of your business. I would love to do that. So that is all I will say on that because I just can't with life anymore in that. (laughs) If I hear anything else that rhymes with coronavirus, I think my brain is just going to explode. So that's that. Um, I have been reading a book called A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And it is a book based off of A Course in Miracles. Um, It is her perspective on that book. And A Course in Miracles is a very thick, like, million-page novel (laughs) that has lots of good, good, juicy um, explanations and tidbits in there. And um, it's a lot to handle. So reading her breakdown of it is so much easier. And she puts it in such simple terms that it it just makes everything easier to read. Clearly not for me to talk about because my brain will not wake up. Y'all, I have been awake since 3 o'clock this morning. So let me actually rewind that. I have been awake since 3 o'clock this morning. I went to bed at probably 11. Um, I have been doing this thing where I will turn my phone off in the middle of the night just so that I don't wake up in the middle of the night and automatically reach for it to look at a time or check for a message or whatever it is. I try to just not have it around me. But this morning I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and I was so thirsty and I did not want to get out of bed but I was like I I'm going to like parch to death if I don't get some water 
So I got up, got some water, and it was like the second I laid back down in bed, my mind just started running nonstop. Um, anxiety, my ego was talking pretty big, all of the things were just going through my brain and I could not get it to shut up. <laughs> I could not. And I had, I have realized this about myself. Whenever my brain starts to run or it's anxiety or whatever it may be, I don't acknowledge it. I'm really good about preaching and I have to preach to myself a lot as well. So I've always said these podcasts are coaching sessions for myself as well as anybody else that's listening. Um, I don't acknowledge it and I basically just shuffle my feelings around um, covering it up with something else. So instead of saying, okay, the reason I am up at three o'clock in the morning is because I have, I have anxiety about X, Y, and Z, or the reason I am up at three o'clock in the morning is because I have a business idea I want to write down or whatever it may be. I just lay there and go, why am I not going to sleep? Why am I not going to sleep? Why am I not going to sleep? Okay. So I'm really good about hiding my feelings under a rug, not acknowledging them until I get overwhelmed and then they just explode. So <laughs> that is how my morning has started. So I literally woke up 3 a.m., couldn't go back to sleep. And about 45 minutes into it, I was like, okay, you need to acknowledge why you were feeling this way. So I started journaling and then I decided to read A Return to Love, <laughs> back to where we were in the beginning. And one of the pieces of return to love was talking about cleaning your internal space because your internal space equals the experience that you have in your life. So let's think about that for a second. If your internal space, okay, actually, let me build on this. Your life is a house, right? We're just going to go grand scheme. Your life is a house and your inner space is like a closet in your house. It's your junk closet. It's where all your crap goes and stays and lives and you only pick through it when you need it or you hide it in there because you don't want anybody to see it or whatever it may be. So you just keep piling stuff in this closet, right? And sooner or later, you have a closet that's filled with all the things that aren't organized. You have no idea what's in there. So what do you do? You move to another closet <laughs> and you fill that up, right? With stuff. Until we make the decision to go in and pull out all of the things and reevaluate what's in there, we're not going to have any space for anything else. And that affects our outer core, our shell. So our internal space is filled with positive and with negative things. So your negative things are going to be your ego. God, mine talks real loud. 
especially recently, she has been going off. Grudges that you're holding back, holding on to, right? Somebody did something and we're still holding on to that. Judgments on other people, on yourself. This one's my favorite. Imposter syndrome. That nasty little witch. She lives in there too. Self-deprecating thoughts. Previous fights that you've had with people, with yourself. Comparing yourself to other people. And then, of course, your typical, you know, greedy, all of that good stuff. Is all living in this internal space. So if you have your internal space, your internal closet, filled with a majority of negative things, which is going to vary from person to person. It can be more than what I mentioned. There is no room for anything positive to live in your internal space. Think about that for a second. There is no room for anything positive to live in that space. So what do we have to do? We have to acknowledge it. Hello, I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Why? Okay. We have to acknowledge what these things are in this internal space. We have to forgive ourselves for keeping all of that negative junk. So by forgiving ourselves and letting that go, we're releasing that space. Right? We're releasing that space, creating more room so that we can put all the positive things in that closet. Positive affirmations, meditations, energy healings, filling that space with our motivational thoughts and the relationships that we cherish and new relationships, new beginnings, new experiences. We cleanse this negative space by shifting our perspective. Saying whatever it may be and debunking that thought. So if we're talking self-deprecating thoughts here, hello, those are in there. Probably under the dirty socks, but those are in there. We acknowledge that thought. We say it, and then we say why it isn't true. I am not successful. I am not creative. I can never have a business because I am neither of those things. So to debunk that... We're going to say the total opposite, <laughs> right? I am successful. Look at what I've done. I have a job. I have a family. I am creative. Look at all of the hobbies that I have. 
Look at all the friends that I have. I can have a business because whatever I think, somebody deserves to hear. Whatever I think, someone out there is needing that message, needing that product, needing that service, whatever it may be. And the biggest part of this is knowing that you have the control. You have the total control over the situation. You have control of what goes into that closet. You have control over what comes out of that closet. You own the key to that internal space. And when we cleanse that internal space, then the experiences in our life, they get easier. Right? Because we're starting our day with positive thoughts. We're pulling the positivity out of that internal space. We're pulling the positive affirmations out of there. And when we practice that on a day-to-day basis, it is only going to increase our energy. It's going to increase our lifespan. It's going to show ourselves grace. That's how we're going to get through this, right? Showing yourself grace and knowing that you don't have the time limit. Because nothing happens overnight. God, I wish it did. (laughs) I do. I'm not going to lie. I wish it did. But it doesn't. It takes time. It takes trusting your intuition, leaning in, believing in your path, talking to your higher self, shutting up your dang ego and telling her to get the heck out of here. (laughs) Love you, boo. You've been here for a long time and I appreciate it, but I need you to like go in the attic. Okay. Because I don't need, I don't need you right now. I don't need you. And it sounds silly, right, when we separate ourselves into these different entities. But for me, that has been the easiest way of getting through a scenario, getting through a situation, pulling myself out of a situation, pulling myself back into reality has been acknowledging having an ego, having a higher self, the universe, whatever it is for you acknowledging those elements because when we ignore that those things aren't there or we don't believe whatever they are it makes the world so lonely (laughs) because then it just feels like we're here doing this for what reason for what reason is that so as we're increasing our life experiences because we're pulling out those positive internal um, thoughts and rituals and routines. We're allowing more room for that to grow. Because think about it. If you plant a flower and you keep watering it, you keep giving it sunlight, you keep feeding it, you keep doing those things for it, It grows and you end up with more flowers, right? That's what happens when that positive internal space gets the love and comfort and care that it needs. It so needs that. Caring for that internal space will affect your outer experiences because that is what we can control. We can only control what we do. We have zero control over what happens around us nine times out of ten, right? We can't control it. 
We can't control a pandemic. <laughs> we can't control other people's reactions to it. We can't control how the effect of it is going to happen to us, whatever that effect is going to be. All we can do is take the preventative measures, continue to tell ourselves we are meant to be in this moment, there is a lesson in this moment, and continue to move forward with that. Remembering what we can control is how we take back a situation and take back the power. Y'all, when I started reading about internal space this morning, whew, it just like lit my biscuits on fire. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn, this is some truth. <laughs> this is some freaking truth. And that's why reading, I love reading um, nonfiction books. Like, I like fiction. I like a good, you know, fairy tale story. Okay, not fairy tale, but, you know, made up story. But I get so much more from a nonfiction book about real things going on and how I can implement that in my life. I just love it. I love it. So it's A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. And there is a lot of spiritual elements in that, um, in that book. So if that's not something that um, you're interested in, just as a disclaimer, that is a huge part of it. Um, but I just, oh, it's such a good book and I'm making my way through that. So I'm reading that right now. And I'm also reading, uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And I like it. I like it. I have, so I have the book version of A Return to Love, a physical book version of that. And then I have Big Magic, um, as an ebook from the library on my phone. And that one is really good too. If you're looking for some creative space, um, how to make sure you don't lose an idea. <laughs> that happens to me a lot. Um, right now in that book, she's talking about having an, an, having an idea. She has some life element happen. Well, this is kind of parallel to the universe right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Hi yourself. I hear you. I hear you right now. So she has an idea. Then something life happens. She puts the idea away, comes back to it like five years later. By the time she's come back to it, she has met someone who then she believes picked up that idea from her. Not stole it. I'm not saying that. But she believes that when they met, that was when this lady started to work on her idea for the novel. So their ideas were like meshing very, very closely, closely with one another. And so she talks about how when you have that creative spell, when you have that creative idea that you need to implement it as quickly as possible, because the second you put it down, somebody else is picking it back up. So two great books right now that I'm bouncing between and I love them so, so much. <laughs> okay, you guys, Whew. I am going to, I hope you didn't feel like this podcast was like a wreck episode because you know I'm going to post it anyways, but <laughs> see, that was my negative space talking. Shut up, negative space. Thank you for bearing with me. I know my brain just wasn't, you know, sometimes it works and some, sometimes it doesn't, but I just needed to get the message out. That's what it's about. 
So thank you guys for your continuous support and listening and all of that good stuff. I would love it if you would make sure to rate, review, and subscribe the podcast wherever you are. And then come over to Lavender Louise on Instagram. Let me know your takeaways and your thoughts. And I will see you on the next one.